Hello, podcast peeps. This is Jen Barron. I am a certified life coach, and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. So I am recording this on December 29th. So in the States and elsewhere, we have celebrated Christmas, and the holidays are all the things. Before the holidays, before Thanksgiving, I kind of had a little light bulb moment or a realization that I am not going to wish anyone a wonderful holiday. And that might sound very strange. But the reason I chose not to wish anyone a wonderful holiday is because I feel like it sets us up for very high standards and for unrealistic expectations. Because let's be honest, holidays like life are all the things. They are not all rainbows, daisies, and unicorns. And I think that needs to be honored. And so I I joked with one of my clients, actually, that's kind of where I came up with it. I said, have a holiday instead of have a great holiday because they are all the things. And both my Thanksgiving and my Christmas were all the things. There were moments that I was having an absolute blast making dishes with my with Sully and hanging out with the dogs. And there were moments that I was ugly snot crying in the kitchen because I just missed my mom and my dad and my sister who have all passed away. I just missed them so much. And some shit was hitting the fan. You know, we have some very dear friends who are having some major medical challenges right now. So things are not all happy and wonderful and awesome. They're really kind of a shit show and uncomfortable and more uncertain than they usually are. So if you find yourself in that kind of space too, just know that that's normal. That is very much the normal. And... And I tell you what, I'm seeing a bunch of memes on Facebook about this crazy time between Thanksgiving, pardon me, between Christmas and New Year. And it's just very discombobulating because I feel like we're going 300 miles an hour trying to have a great time, trying to get all the things done. And then Christmas comes and goes. And then it's like crickets crickets, crickets. And it's like an adjustment for our nervous systems. They have to take a minute, God, more than a minute, let's be honest. It takes them a while to adjust. And so this will be released after the new year. But just know that if you experience that, if you are still experiencing that, that too is very, very normal. And it's okay. Do whatever you choose to do. Listen to what your body wants you to do as you as you are navigating this time. I mean, I encourage that 365 days a year. 
but especially when there's like extra discombobulations, shall we say. So I see you. I hear you. I get it. I am feeling it right there with you. All right. So on that note, the other thing that I came here to say is I wanted to share an experience with you that I had on Facebook. And I really love, I love and enjoy social media. And that is because I love and enjoy everyone that I follow. And if there's been a time where there has been an unpleasant exchange or, you know, someone just kind of like went off the deep end in some regard, I just unfollow them. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to follow every family member on Facebook. You don't have to follow every friend on Facebook. It is your page. It is yours to curate. I love that word. It is yours to curate any way that you want to. So that being said, I love social media. I laugh, I learn, I connect, all of the things. And for the most part, I can usually let things roll off my back. For the most part, I don't take things too personally, and I don't let my knickers get in a knot. I am an Enneagram 9 after all, and if you know, you know. But a few weeks ago was not one of those days. I made a post about how I've thought about myself and my relationship with sweets and sugar and kind of food in general over the last 40 years. And I basically got mansplained by another woman. And if you don't know what mansplaining is, it is this tendency for men to explain the absolute obvious thing because this, that particular man thinks that women don't know or they're stupid or they're not enlightened or whatever. Okay, there we go. And that wasn't a mansplain. That was just in case you've not heard of that before, but I know you have experienced that before. So, and then I went back in and hid the comment, hid the mansplaining comment because it wasn't important for people to know what, what she had said or for, it wasn't important for people to know who had said it. But what she said was, um, so let me, let me give you a little bit of, of background. I had talked about how, um, I had quit eating sugar and I even have a couple chapters about it in my book that I quit eating sugar, felt like I was a sugar addict and, um, and just that was, that was my thought about it for like the last couple years. But that has really changed a lot. And side note, I, I highly recommend if you want to question your relationship with with sugar if you, or food, if you want to get what I feel like is a very well-rounded and healthier perspective about it, um, I will be talking more about it on my social media posts and here on the podcast. But in the meantime, 
I highly recommend listening to podcast interviews that Isabel Foxen, F-O-X-E-N, Duke, D-U-K-E, has done. And she has done a ton of interviews. So listen to her. I really, really love her take and her perspective on that. Okay, back to back to this. So what she had said to my post was, if you bought the food, why do you feel guilty for eating it? Like try going to a bakery instead and getting two cookies instead of buying a whole package of cookies. Sometimes when I'm at a gathering, the only thing that looks good to me is the dessert table, but that doesn't mean that I'm addicted. I feel like shaming yourself for liking what you like is worse than, pardon me, um, is worse than thinking it's an addiction. I laughed out loud when I read her comment at first because I thought, yay you, that this has clearly never been an issue for you. And then I got pissed. Her comment felt really minimizing and judgmental instead of curious and included unsolicited advice, which absolutely makes my skin crawl. And I used to give unsolicited advice and I try so hard to not do that anymore, to reach out to someone and say, hey, I've experienced something like that too. If you ever want to talk about it, let me know. If you ever want to hear what worked for me, let me know. But I don't just put out there, hey, try this or blah, 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 because it's so annoying. And so when I read that, I was like, thanks for the suggestions because I've never thought about or tried those things in my four decades of having challenges with food and sugar. And I messaged her because I felt what I felt like it was important for me to speak up for myself. And because on the actual post, I didn't feel like was the place to say something. And initially, she was very gracious. But if you've ever been on the receiving end of something like what she had said, I see you and I hear you. We have all gotten suggestions about how to handle food, how to keep our weight off because we are in such a fat phobic society. And, and what I mean by fat phobic is not just a, a hatred or a dislike around people who are fat, but even in my opinion, dieting is fat phobic. When you're coming from a place of, I am not okay. I need to be different in order to be loved, in order to love myself, in order to fit in. That is internalized fat phobia. And I realize that 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 is in our air. It is in the water that we drink. It is ingrained in us from advertising, socialization, all of the things. So I see you, I hear you, and I look forward to talking more about this because I didn't realize my own 
self fat phobia. And now that I know what it is, I, I really feel called to talk more about it. So, but if someone starts talking about your weight or food, and I have a feeling this might have happened to some of you over the holidays. And when it happens again, because I'm sure it'll happen again, you can politely say something to the effect of that topic isn't up for discussion and either start talking about something else or leave the room. You do not owe anyone a conversation about your food, about your weight, about anything under that umbrella. That is between you and or you and your doctor. And I hope that you're, you have a doctor that supports you with wherever you're at on this journey. But I hope that you have a doctor who is not giving you fat phobic information and or treating you from a fat phobic mentality. So, okay. And if something is easy for you, like it seemed to be for that person that posted, if food, sweets, if you've never had a challenge with any of that, get curious if, if you read a post like mine, not judgmental. And under no circumstances should you offer advice or suggestions unless asked because they are not helpful. They are minimizing, they are rude, and they are unkind and unnecessary. Now, after I, after my po, or pardon me, after the message that I got from this woman who was initially very gracious, she replied back to me, and suggested that I do some self-reflection to see why I was offended. And she went on to verbalize other assumptions about me and any kind of work that I may or may not have done around her reply. And just in general, she unfriended me and she blocked me. So her graciousness was very, very short-lived. And she kept going. She kept wanting to say more and defend herself. And so I just ended up, I replied to her one more time. And I said, I am not engaging anymore. And, and then I blocked her because there was not going to be any kind of curiosity or constructive conversation. And she is, she was just an acquaintance, not a friend or anyone that deserved or has earned any more of a conversation than that. And I felt really good about how I handled it. And so often people will not like when you call them out on something and even when you do it in a kind way and they will try to gaslight you. They will turn things around. They will make it your fault. They will make it like, oh, that's not what I meant. You misunderstood me or something like that. 
Now, believe your response. Believe your reaction. Stay true to that. Stay anchored in how you handled it. And remember that their reaction is not your responsibility. You are not responsible for how they reacted and you are not responsible for changing their reaction or for making sure that they quote unquote understand where you're coming from. That's absolutely not your responsibility. And that goes for anyone. It goes for your spouse, your significant other, your immediate family, and it sure as hell goes for anyone on social media. So I wanted to share that experience with you. Um, it, it really had a lot of people kind of, I don't want to say up in arms, but I, I realized when I made this post that a lot of people have gotten unsolicited advice like that and they weren't sure how to handle it, what to do with it, and then how to handle if they started gaslighting you or blaming you for for what your response was. And I just wanted to share this. I think it was um, important to do so. So Thank you very much for coming to my TED Talk today, peeps. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I'm Jen Barron. I'm a certified life coach. This is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. And you can also get my book by the same title, Reset Your Mindset, on Amazon. And I know that any local bookstore would be more than happy to order it. I wish you a wonderful day. I wish you moments of wonderfulness. Uh, That's kind of my new thing that I'm saying because days are not all awesome and they are not all crap. So take care, friends. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon.